We'll do a review of Lakuta Sichas in Chelik Yuddala, the first Sicha of the Parshas Re'ei. This is a Rashi Sicha. The Rebbe will explain uh, the Rashi that uh, talks about the Chazak Libilti Achoyl Hadam. We find a unique language that the Torah says, be strong not to eat the blood, which is unusual. We have a lot of mitzvahs in the Torah. We don't find the word chazak. And Rashi brings down two interpretations from the Sifri. And basically, whenever there is two explanations in Rashi, we need to know what is the problem with the first explanation. And there is still something lacking in the second interpretation, and that's why the first one is first, and that's second. And the Rebbe will discuss that. But there's also going to be a whole interesting discussion about the authors of these statements, which is also unusual for Rashi to bring down uh, the names of those who give the statement. In this case, it's Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon ben Azai. There's going to be various different Gemaras. The Rebbe will explain their views in several other places. The Rebbe will also explain uh, a question that the Marsha asked. There's also going to be a, a beautiful lesson in the Yena Shel Torah, uh, in the whole idea how to deal with dam, with blood, uh, and why we can't consume the blood, and how to deal with the Midas Hativim, with the natural emotions, and how to deal in bringing in light in our mitzvahs, as the Rebbe will explain. It's a pretty long sikha, it's a little bit complicated. Uh, there are, uh, you know, a lot of details here, but we'll uh, go through it, and the Mitzvah Shem, we should be able to get a pretty good understanding of the sikha. Let's look inside. Aleph. Al haposik on the verse rak chazak lebilti achoyl hadam that you shall be strong not to eat the blood, and the pasuk says the reason is ki hadam hu anefesh goimer for the blood is the soul etc. So Maitik Rashi tchilas haposik Rashi quotes the opening of this verse the first words in the pasuk rak chazak lebilti achoyl hadam just be strong, do not eat the blood. And then Rashi explains. From the fact that it says here, Chazak, be strong, you can learn from this, that they were all flooded. Flooded shtufim means that they a lot, they used it a lot. They were shotuf in the dam to eat it. And that's why he needed to say, be strong. Because since this is something that they were using so much, they were shot off in that, it overflowed them. This dam was something that they used so much. So you have to tell them, Chazak, no, that stay strong. This is the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Shimon ben Azai, Rabbi Shimon ben Azai says, Loi bo hakosuf, elo lahazhircho ulelamdoch. This pasuk is not really telling you because they are shtufim bedam, but it's coming to warn you and to teach you at kamo ato tzorich lishazik b'mitzvahs, to what extent you need to strengthen yourself in mitzvahs. All mitzvahs, 
And the reason the Torah places the Chazak by the uh, mitzvah of Dam is not because Dam, that they were uh, using this a lot, as Rabbi Huda says, but to teach you how much you need to be strong in other mitzvahs. That If we see that blood which is easy to be careful from consuming blood, this is actually something very easy. A person has no desire for blood. And yet, it was necessary, the Pasuk, necessary strengthening you by warning you and saying to you, be strong, something which you don't even want on your own. And yet, the Torah says, Chazak. So how much more so, a foratory for other mitzvahs, that mitzvahs that you might be yearning them. And the Torah tells you not to do it. Uh, so for sure, you have to be strong. So actually, so the reason why the Torah wrote, wrote Chazak, according to Rav Shimon ben Azai, by Dam, is not because Dam is a very difficult, but because Dam is a very easy mitzvah. And the Torah is writing it over here to teach you by all mitzvahs, that since even by a light mitzvah is Chazak, so certainly by other mitzvahs. So, the Pashtus, move on Hakushi Shabakosuf, Shirashi Noches Letaritz. Simply, it's understood the question that is in the Pasik that Rashi came to answer. Who, and that is, Mashanemar Chazak, the fact that it says here Chazak. We don't find such a language. Be strong by other mitzvahs of the Torah. The Torah tells you the mitzvah without telling you be strong. So he brings the expounding uh, views that is in the Sifri on the Pasik that based on their Droshes, it's explained the language of Chazak, Hanemar Badam, why the Torah uses Chazak by Dam. So we understand what problem Rashi has, what Rashi is trying to. Uh, address here. However, what we need to understand, Amnam what we need to understand, that Aleph number one, Dubar Kamap Amim, it's already spoken many times. Rashi Pirushim. That when Rashi brings two interpretations, who the reason is because in each one of these verses. There is a difficulty to understand the Pasuk. And So the difficulties of each of these Pirushim is answered by the second interpretation. But the first interpretation is closer to the literal level of understanding the Pasuk. And the second one is a little bit further, but they we need them both because there is Problems with each one of them. So we need to understand. So based on this rule that we spoke many times, we need to explain what is the reason that Rashi needed over here to bring the two drushes, which is specifically, we want to know 
what is difficult in the first interpretation, which is answered by the second interpretation, and what is lacking in the second interpretation, which forces us to bring the first interpretation. That's the first thing. The second thing is that there seems to be a disagreement in facts between uh, Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Shimon, whether people were uh, flooded with blood or they were not uh, flooded with blood. They consumed a lot of blood or not at that time. Uh, and that seems to be a factual disagreement, which is something difficult to understand that people are arguing about the actual facts. Base. In this disagreement between Rabbi Yehuda and Shimon Azai, especially when you try to go by the simple, literal level, it's difficult. This is a disagreement in facts. What is the fact? And it's an extreme, from one extreme to the other extreme. The Rabbi Yehuda, according to Rabbi Yehuda, we needed to say chazak. They were not just eating it, but they were sort of totally in it. They were shtufim. They were flooded with this eating of this blood. That means that at that time they were accustomed to, and a lot in eating blood. That's what the people did. They were shtufim. Well, Rav Shimon ben Azai and the Shimon Azai, he says, "Al dam atzma tzurich chizuklal." We don't need to strengthen you, chazak, for the dam. We don't need to tell you that. Ki kal lihishomer mimenu, because that's very easy to be uh, careful as quoting the uh, Rashi. Kal lihishomer mimenu. This is easy to be careful for that. A person does has no desire for blood. And uh, that was the situation uh, when the Abister is commanding him. It's not like uh, maybe uh, normally we say that maybe we're talking about in the future the Torah, but we're talking about present at the time that this halacha, this Moshe Rabbeinu told them this, he was talking to the people then, at the time of the command, they were also already kali shomimen, and shalachen huzru bazmanahu, that's what they were warned at that time, rak chazak lebilte achayil hadom, that be strong and don't need blood. So that was a that that particular time, the Rebbe is trying to uh, say that you shouldn't. Rebbe explains in in order four that don't say that maybe this was talking about the future. At that time they were shtufim like uh, Rabbi Huda says, but Rabbi Shimon says in the future this will be. But the Rebbe says it seems like, and the Rebbe in the order four explains in more detail that it was at that time that a person wasn't misave, and still the Torah has to say, and about that time, uh, Rabbi, Shimon, uh, Rabbi Huda says that they were shtufim bedam. So this seems to be a conflict in facts, which is something very difficult 
to explain, especially literally, that they should be arguing, arguing about extreme what the facts were. Uh, number three, the Rebbe says, look at the change of language in the in Bidivrei Rab Shimon ben Azai Gimel, Bidivrei Rab Shimon ben Azai Shebe Peter Shrashi, in the words of Rab Shimon ben Azai, which Rashi quotes, uh, it says Shein Odom Mis Aveloi. So Rashi, a person doesn't desire it, but he doesn't say the language Veloi Shein Odom Shotuf Chulo. The person is not flooded. By it, that would follow the words of Rabbi Yehuda. He says that they were shot to Badam. He doesn't say he says the rest is going to be one of the keys of the Rebbe's explanation later on that uh, really there is. Not a contradiction. Ain Odomisave and Shotuf are not contradictory. But well, let's leave that for the uh, later on. Dalit. Number four. Lekamon alaposik leman yitavloch. Later on, the Posik says that there is a reward for not eating blood, so it shall be good to you. And Rashi explains over there, Peter Rashi. Rashi explains, Say ulamad matan schoran shel Go ahead and see how great is the reward that Hashem gives us for mitzvahs. If the blood that a person's soul is disgusted with it, it's repugnant. Uh, and yet you get such a schar, so how much more for things which are difficult to do, you'll get a, certainly you'll get a schar. So the Meloshin is a mashma shekenu b'cholzman. That language seems also that this is old times. A person is disgusted with blood. Nafshe shel odom kotzer medam. A person's soul is disgusted with blood. So that seems to be v'lechayda havi loikimar v'lekimar. This seems to be not like Rabbi Yehuda and not like Rishim ben Azay. Le Rabbi Yehuda. So this was not just they were using blood, they were flooded with blood, they used it a lot. This would be just diametrically against the Kotsumimeno that Rashi quotes that a person is disgusted. But also the Gamlet of Shimon ben Azai, also according to Shimon ben Azai, it just says that a person is not desire. But he doesn't say that a person is re- disgusted with it. He just says that a person is not doesn't desire it, but not to, so this seems to be even more than what Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Shimon Ben Azai said. So we have to bring in clarity to all this. And number five, hey, Meduber Kamo Pa'amim. We spoke many times, Shein Rashi, maybe Shein Balhamaimer, that Rashi does not bring the name of the author who said the statement, Imloi, unless shall Yidezen Noisef, that through this it added Biur Betoichen Apirush, an explanation in the contents of his explanation. 
Memulach. Minimally, this is for a sharp student. So that's why Rashi just says it by giving the name, a hint to it, without articulating, saying it specifically. So, so we need to understand, what is added in his interpretation here, al Yidei, what do we know from this? How does this add to the explanation by knowing that who are the ones that said said this? It's Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon ben Azai. And further, in the Sifri, they bring down the words of Rabbi Shimon ben Azai also in the name of Rabbi Gamliel. So based on that, Rashi should have said, Rabbi He should have said, our teacher, because then it would include, then it would include also Rabbi Gamliel. This way, he is actually specifically targeting and saying this to Rabbi Shimon Azai and not Rabbi Gamliel. If he would have said Rabbi Seinu, why does Rashi choose? to emphasize that this was said by Rav Shimon ben Azar. And the Rebbe, before starting to explain, is going to point out to several differences in which Rashi changes from the words of the Sifri. And some of the changes actually change the actual meaning of it. And uh, in some places, uh, Rashi will actually add and this will add to the explanation in the beer of Rashi, as we'll see later on. In Ois Beis, the Rebbe is going to point to the fact that while Rashi is quoting here from the Sifri, but yet Rashi makes changes. And some of the changes are actually changed the whole pshat. As for example, according to the Sifri, in the words of Rabbi Yehuda, the Shtufim Bezimo, was before Matan Torah, but according to Rashi, it was presently. Let's look inside. As we said before, Rashi's commentary comes from the Sifri, but Rashi changes here from the language of the Sifri. Aleph, number one, both through uh, emitting some parts, and also by adding. So number one, the Rebbe is going to detail now the Hashemotis, the uh, parts that he changed, as well as the parts that he added. So the first of all is, in the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, that says, so over there it says, it says, that this, that they were uh, flooded and full with dam that took place prior to the giving of the Torah. So that means that's not at present when Moshe Rabbeinu was speaking to them after 40 years that in the desert they were shtufim bedam, but this is before Matan Torah, before the Torah was given they were shtufim bedam. But Rashi omits those words. V'ilu, Rashi maitik rak shtufim bedam. Rashi just quotes that they were shtufim in blood, that means presently, and this omission 
is Shapirusha Hepechasifli. The meaning of it is the opposite than the Sifri. Because Kivon Shekosuv Zu since this verse is was said thirty nine years after the Torah was given, Bazepirish Rashi and Rashi explains about this pasuk, which is thirty nine years later. Shetzorich Leimar Lahashemim that you need to say to those who listen, Chazak Mipnei Shehoyushtufim Bedam. You have to tell them be strong because they were Shtufim in the blood. So that's presently. So, on the contrary, the Imho Yorashi. So it turns out not only is Rashi just changing from the Sifri, but it makes the opinions of Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon a disagreement in reality in the facts, whether the Yidin 39 years later were Shtufim Bedam or it was a situation which because if we go like the Sifri, we can say that before Matan Torah, they were Shtufim Bedam. Presently, so they wouldn't be disagreeing because they would be talking about different times by the fact that Rashi admits that this Shtufim Bedam was Lifnei Matan Torah, that means that presently there was Shtufim Bedam. So, so because of this, if Rashi would explain in the literal level of the Posik, and therefore he would have quoted in the words of Rabbi Yehuda, also the words, so then we would ben, we would gain ein pluktas Rabbi Yehuda v'Rabbi Shimon ben Azay b'Metzias the disagreement between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon ben Azay would not have been a factual uh, disagreement ki yeshloimar because we would can say shegam that Rabbi Shimon ben Azay ha yeshlufim bedam koydematn toira that also according to Rabbi Shimon ben Azay they were. Stufim in the blood before Matan Torah, Kemoyle Rabbi Yehuda, just like according to Rabbi Yehuda. Umasha Omer Rabbi Shimon ben Azay, and Rabbi Shimon ben Azay states that he says, Shein Odom is Aviloi, that he doesn't have desire in Hamadubar Laachare. This is talking about after. Umipnesha Uzurala Chilazdam. It was after Matan Torah because they were already instructed by Matan Torah not to eat blood. Laachar Matan Torah. So then, is in Odomisabah, then we can sort out the two opinions, the two uh, different times, and we don't have to say that there's an argument, in fact. But Rashi chooses to learn that it was then, at the time that he was saying it, is when they were Stufim Bedam, and then that directly opposes the opinion or the facts, the way Rabbi Shimonaze says. Base number two. Rashi Mairich Bedivrei Rabbi Yehuda. Rashi gives us a lengthy explanation. Now, he prolongs the words of Rabbi Yehuda. 
He says, Mamash and Nemar Chazak. At the Lomad, the fact it says Chazak, you learn, that's what we have to say Chazak. It's a whole long Arichas. This has changed because in the Sifri Bloshin Ketzora is a very short language. Magid Shoyu Shtufim tells us they were Shtufim. Chulu, without saying, because it says Chazak, and that's why it says Chazak. Number three, Gimel. So this is in the words of Rav Shimon Azai, the way the Sifri has it is, by just like blood, since we find by blood, there is no, in all the mitzvahs, nothing lighter than it. His all of the Torah warns you. So it just refers to the blood, the mitzvah blood as being the lightest, the easiest of all mitzvahs. But Rashi Moisif, but Rashi adds, So the chain says that a person doesn't desire it, explains what this call is in such a way. So these are the three changes that the Rebbe points to in which Rashi changes from the language of the Sifri. So, so even though in some of the above we can say, that Rashi had another version in the Sifri. So maybe it's not a change that Rashi chose to change from the Sifri so that we can learn from it, but maybe in Rashi's Sifri it says so. But came, but nevertheless, So this itself needs the explanation why did Rashi choose some uh, rare version of the Sifri and not and not on the uh, common uh, version of the Sifri which is before us that we have well, maybe you're going to say, uh, by Rashi, that was the uh, only one yet. But the Rebbe says in the parenthesis, from the fact that in our printed, in the Sifri, where comes this version, that is evidence, that this way is the way the version was, in the most of the, Handwriting of the Sifri and Gambis uh, Man Rashi also in the times of Rashi. So we should learn and see that Rashi actually chooses this or changes it because Rashi is telling us over here something. In Ois Gimel, the Rebbe explains that Rashi is actually coming to teach us the change from the Sifri that it's. It's like it's, we, we need to say that these Shtufi um, Badam did not change over the time. Because if the, there was a change before Matan Torah to after Matan Torah, so why did the Torah choose to teach us the Chazak and add the words here 39 years later? So we need to say, unlike what it says in the Sifri, or either Rebbe. Uh, Rashi found a different girsa, but not like it says in the Sifri that it was the 
30 that it was at the time of Matan Torah, but we have to say that it's present. And, that, and that's why Rashi has to say that because it says Chazak, meaning Rashi, because it says here Chazak, so we learn that's why, because they were Shtufim all this time, so still it says Chazak. But if it changed, then it would be more fitting for Chazak to be written before than now. Let's look inside. Babir Bazet, the explanation is Rashi Einemaitik Bidivrei Rabbi Yehuda Rashi does not quite, does not quote like argues in the Sifri. So what's the explanation? Rashi Rashi does not quote as our version in the Sifri, which says that they were Shtufim in the blood before Matan Torah. The Mashma Usu, that would be understood, that it changed after Matan Torah. Rashi doesn't want to say that. Because according to this, it's not understood. The warning against eating blood, that was already said in the Torah many times. If we should say that they were shot off in the dam only before Matan Torah, that would be why before Matan Torah. Uh, simply, what would be the reason for that? Because they were shot off in dam while they were in Egypt. So if that case, Rashi is coming to tell us, if that is the case, Habalei Leymar, she should have said Chazak to strengthen when they were warned about eating it the very first time, when Hashem tells them the first time not to eat blood, because that's when it was the first time that they were shot off. That would be very... Close soon after Matan Torah, Korev Lizman Shoyushtufim Bedam. That would be close to the time that they were Shtufim the blood. Umaduan Itztavul is Chazik Shleilechaldam. So why is it that they were instructed not to eat the blood? Beil Hadvorim only in the Chumash and Eil Hadvorim now. That were said at the end of the 40 years, after they went out of Egypt. 40 years passed from when they left Egypt. Now we're telling them about the Chazak, that they're Shtufim Badam. And the entire generation that lived in Egypt is no longer here, they're all dead. But it doesn't say Chazak when it warns you about eating blood in Chumash Vayikra. When the people who were Shtufim Badam were all around because they were from Mitzrayim, and now the Torah all of a sudden says about Shtufim Badam. So Rashi doesn't want to learn like the Sifri's language that we have, that it was only before Matan Torah, but something changed. Because that would not explain why the Pasuk in Eilat Vorim is saying Chazak and not in Vayikra in the first time, in the beginning, the several times when it says the, when it was Shtufim Bedam.
So that's why Rashi, at length, in the words of Rabbi Yehuda, prolongs and it says this. The Rebbe has the word kan, as if to say, from the fact that it says here, chazak, here meaning after 39 years, in the Chumash Devorim. You can learn that they were shot to bedam to eat now, in Besef Lamed, in the time of the saying. Also, in the 40th year, they were still shot to Bedam. That's why it says over here, Chazak, Then this command that we're talking about, Rak Chazak, is said to the Yidnuen, they have to be Shtufim then, because that's why, that would explain why we're telling them over here, Chazak. But not like it says in the Sifri, in our version, that they were Shtufim, uh, after Matan before Matan in which the Pasik should have said then Chazak as soon after Matan The Rebbe asked earlier, in that case, there seems to be a disagreement between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon ben Azai, in fact, were they Shtufim Bizam or the person doesn't desire, makes it a is he a mitzvah that you don't desire? They don't didn't desire blood. And the Rebbe makes a distinction. It says this is not really a contradiction because being shtufim bezima, meaning flooded with blood, using a lot of blood, could be even if the person is not misavid. That doesn't change the fact. Sometimes people will use something a lot for medicine or other things. Let's seek inside. This is not a disagreement in facts. And to say, that we need to say that the idea of Rabbi Yehuda, that they were Shtufim Zam, is the opposite of the idea of Rabbi Shimon ben Azay Shaddam, that blood a person does not desire. Because it's possible a person should not desire something. The Rebbe says it's even possible more. Rashi uses Enod Misave. But then later on, Rashi uses the Loshin when it comes to the Schar, that it could be also Shetehei Nafshikotzebimenu. That he should be not designed, he could be disgusted with it, he could be repugnant. He doesn't like it. And yet, he could be Shetufim Bezam. But in actuality, he is Shotuf Bachilose. He would be Shotuf in eating it, because of a side reason. For example, he believes that there's some sort of an omen, some benefit in the blood, or some healing. Or because it's a custom, similar. Could be many reasons why the person will be shot of Bedam and yet not like it or actually feel repugnant about it. You see that in actuality, people use a lot of things many times, even though they are not yearning for it, they're not desiring it. So, similarly, this was the case by the blood. They were shotuf in it. They were over flooded with the blood for many years, even even after they left Egypt. But still, 
even though they didn't really desire it, or they were even disgusted with it, and still they used it a lot. And this is what Rashi is coming to tell you, to explain, in the words of Rabbi Huda's opinion, why now the Pasik says Chazak, because they were shatuf in it, and, and uh, they needed an extra warning of Chazak to tell them not to do it, but it has to be now, not before Matan Torah. But yet, the Rebbe explains, that shot alone isn't satisfactory to Rashi. Rashi has several objections to this pirush, and that's why Rashi brings Ben Azai, Rav Shem Ben Azai. Because in this pirush, the Rebbe says like this, ki, number one, Aleph, Kivan shahoyu shtufim bedam, since they were shot in the blood, havalei lemeimer, chazak, should have also said Chazak when the Torah warns them in the portion of Ayikra against blood. They should have said over there Chazak as well. That it could say Chazak by Eladvari because they were still Shtufim Bezimo. But that's not a reason why you should not say Chazak originally when the Tzivu, the warning, was. Brought in the first time in the Chumash of Ayikra. And the contrary, the main place where it should be said is next to, close to Matan Torah, not just at the end of 40 years. So, if you also want to say it at the end of 40 years because they were still Stuf and Bedam, fine. But why not say it in the first time? And here, we're just saying it over here in Eilah HaDvorim. So that's a problem with that shot, first shot of Rashi. Number two, Beis V'Iker. The main question is that since they have been already instructed many times against eating blood, before the 40 years, before the 40th year, it doesn't make sense to say at all that it for a long time, for almost 40 years, so all these warnings had not helped Klal at all, but they were still Stuf Medam. So it's hard for Rashi to accept this shot that presently, 40 years later, they were still shot of Medam, notwithstanding the fact that many times that they had told him along the time that and warned them against eating them. And number three, and mostly it's very difficult to say that at the end of 40 years, when all those who left Egypt have already died, still their sons, Shtufim Bedam, and also the sons will be shot of Bedam. Especially after about this were said warnings of Hashem many times, and still the children already from those still continue to be shot of Bedam. Something hard to accept. Rashi has a problem with this pshat, with the pshat of Rabbi Yehuda, that after, that's why it says over here, chazak, because they were still shot to bedam. 
maybe Rashi That's why Rashi brings the second opinion. That's Rav Shimon ben Azai. The opinion Rav Shimon Azai. Chazakan. That the reason why it says Chazakan is not It's not because they were then shot to bedam. That's not why it says over here Chazak. Uh, so I guess he's not saying whether they were Shtufim Bedam or not Shtufim Bedam, because apparently the Rebbe's reasoning for Rashi not being happy with the first shot is because it's hard to say um, that they were Shtufim, the question number two and three, that they were Shtufim Bedam then, but It's hard to say that. So there has to be another reason why it says Chazak Davke over here. So, but it's not because they were Shtufim Bedam. The Pasuk is only coming to warn you and to teach you to what extent you have to be strengthening yourself in mitzvahs. It's a different reason. The different reason, the reason is Shereaf, Shekali, Shomer, Medam. Even though it's easy to be careful for blood you don't desire it he needed to strengthen the warning something which is easy how much more for other mitzvahs that's the reason why it says chazak by the mitzvah of, of blood and for this it doesn't seem that it makes a difference uh, where the Torah chooses to teach us this uh, halacha, this thing that something is easy, uh, like by Dam, could have said it the first time also, but it chooses to say the Parshas Devorim. If the reason is because of Shtufim Bedam, then the question is, Shtufim Bedam was before. But if the Torah has a message in which the Torah wants to teach us that a light uh, mitzvah like dam, you have to have chazak. The Torah can teach us the first time or in dvarim, and that doesn't make such a difference. That's what it looks like. So it looks like that while the Rebbe has explained earlier that Reb Shimon, who says, I mean Rabbi Huda, who says they were shot to dam, does not disagree that a person can still not desire it or still be. A repugnant kotzeloi, but still, on the other hand, Reb Shimon Ben Azai, he he doesn't think that they were shotuf or that they were uh, at the time because it's not uh, mashma because the children after the after the instruction of Hashem, as the Rebbe said in the question two and three, so Taker Shimon Ben Azai does disagree with. Rabbi Yehuda, that they were actually shot of Badam then, they weren't. But the Torah writes over here by Aisur Kal, the word Chazak, in order to learn for Kabbalah for all mitzvahs. And now the Rebbe explains why does Rashi add to the words of the Sifri? The Sifri just says Kal, and Rashi adds. Why is it light? Why is it easy to do the mitzvah of dam 
because a person doesn't desire it. What is Rashi's intent with these words? That to say, Aleph, number one, Mekivon Shomer that since the reason, why is it so easy to be careful from blood? It's because there's a natural, a person just doesn't desire blood. Hainu, Rashi is trying to say, this is something which is the nature of the person. And because of that move on, we have to say that this was also in the time that this instruction was said at the of 39 years at that point when he tells when the tzivui, the command was said, they still don't like blood. And so that Rashi adds, it's a natural thing. And therefore, it's logical that it was at that time as well. And number two, she doesn't want to say the harder word. Rashi wants to say, not kotzer, not disgusting. Rashi wants to say, doesn't desire it. Because that way, the gap between Rabbi Yehuda's opinion, who says they were shotuf, and Rabbi Shimon, who says that they didn't use it, is not so big, it's not kotzer, but at least it's doesn't desire it. So to narrow the gap a little bit between the view and Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Yehuda. You shouldn't say that the reason why the Sifri says that it's easy to be careful from blood is because of the extreme, because a person's soul is repugnant, disgusted with it. Now, even if we said that, that still would not be uh, a disagreement with facts, Rabbi Yehuda can still say his svore that they were shtuf in bezimo, as Rashi brings it down, Kotzo later on, and the Rebbe explained earlier, as the Rebbe brings down, that would not be opposite of the view of Rabbi Yehuda that they wore Shtuf and even if we should say Kotsa Kinal, as we said earlier, that a person can be disgusted and still be Shatuf. So it wouldn't be totally against the Pshat to even say, even if we assumed that when the Sifri says that it's easy and it is because of Kotzo, that would not bother us that it doesn't totally conflict with the Shtuf and Bedam that Rabbi Yehuda said, as we said earlier, but Umikomo came still, Osti Yen shall Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Shimon Azai, then these opinions would be more distant from each other because according to Rabbi Shimon, According to Rabbi Yehuda, they were shtufim. And over here it's easy to keep them because they're repugnant. That's it, further away. So Rashi therefore says 
that it's not desirable. A person doesn't desire them. The oid, the iker, and another, and the main thing. This is Rebbe is saying that we don't have to dafke say that it's going to be kotzer. That's the only reason why it's kal. Because first of all, saying that would be, you know, a totally conflict with what Rebbe Yehuda said. But in addition, Iker, the fact that's enough that this is, if a person is not misavet to something and it is commanded, he was commanded, so. It's something which is easy to be uh, listened to, so we don't need to go to the extreme of Kotzeh. This is something which defies the... You don't need to go to the extreme of Kotzeh because we know the actuality, pragmatically speaking. Something which you are not desiring. Uh, and which is what Rashi says in the Mesavale. And on top of that, you've been warned many times in the Psukim before. So for sure, it's easy to keep from you, and we don't have to go say Davke Kotza. And that's why Rashi explains that. In Ois Dalit, the Rebbe will explain why Rashi doesn't just. Stick with the second shot. So the Rebbe Omnom in Rashi is stopping with Peter Zelavadi. Rashi is not satisfied just with this interpretation. The Oid Zois, and not only is he not satisfied, he brings it as the second interpretation and that parenthesis also in the correctness of the interpretation so it's second in space it comes after but it's also in idea it's in the correctness this is the second so what's the reason because at the end of the day the word chazak is written by dam it's kosher loimar, so it's difficult to say shurak that it's only bichdei lelamdoch in order to teach you lishazik bishar mitzvahs to strengthen by other mitzvahs. The Torah is writing it by dam, and the intention is to strengthen by other mitzvahs. That's difficult. Umistaber yoiser, so it makes more sense like the first interpretation, like Rabbi Yehuda. That the Isurdam itself needs a chizuk. And the Rebbe is going to add now that also from the flow of this Pesukim, that the Dam comes in in a way of Rak, we'll see that it's Mashma, that there is something that you are Mis'ave for Dam. And the Pesuk tells you Rak Chazak. <clears throat> so the Chazak applies to the Taiva for dam, not as the interpretation, the second interpretation of Shimon ben Azai, that it's teaching you about other uh, mitzvahs. This also is understood like this, can also be understood also from the flow 
of the parsha, the continuation of the parsha. The parsha zu bo lahatir basar taiva. In this parsha, he comes to permit the meat that you desire to eat, as opposed to the korbanos kachim that you bring. But just a person wants to eat basar taiva. Shahoyu asurim boy ad ato. Up till this point, they were prohibited. As the Pesach says, If your soul desires to eat meat, So with the entire desire of your heart, go eat, go eat basar. Further the Pesach says, With all the desire of your heart. So now, Then the Pesach is considered, but but be strong, the blood don't eat. So it's mashma. It's understood. In the simple understanding of the Pasuk, that here too applies the like we were saying before, just like by the Bosor, so there will be by the Dam. Let there be a desire for whatever reason, but there is a time for it. Desire and therefore, since it says over here, Rabbi adds the word Khan, but it says, so it says over here, Chazak, with regards, so you know that they were like the first shot, it's Mashma, that they were shot of Dam Lachila. So there was some sort of a taiva over there for whatever reason, but they were shot to Bachila. And the Pasuk is telling you, Rakhazak, don't. But she ain't the divide of Shim ben Azai, as opposed to the words of Shim ben Azai, Shadam ain't Odom is that a person has no desire for them. But it's just coming to teach us for all our Vedas with a Kavachoymer that you have to, I'm sure you have to stay away. So then the style, the way the Torah presents this prohibition, it says, the Torah says, in other words, the Marois, notwithstanding, that I'm allowing you the Taive, notwithstanding, doesn't fit the Psukim beforehand, because... According to Rav Shimon Azai, it's not talking about any that there's any desire for them. Um, doesn't there's no desire? So why Chazak uh, was just telling you Chazak for something else? The Torah should have said it without the rock, not, not withstand because it's not flow with the desire of the bosser that comes beforehand. Belochein maybe Rashi das Rav Yehuda l'Rishoyna b'Maila. So that's why Rashi brings the Yehuda. First, in advantage, that's the better pshat. This is the understanding of the flow of Sukkim. And the problem is only because of the understanding of this matter. This was the question on the first one. The problem we had wasn't the flow of the Sukkim, it fits in. Perfectly. The problem we had is show you a The fact that after everything that they were told in the, in the, in the, after the Matan Torah, they told them no dam, and still 
they would be shtufim bedam, which is a little bit hard. But that's why we need the second shot. But still, the first shot in the flow of the psukim is better. Okay, now that's why Rashi brings Rabbi Yehuda the first shtufim bedam. And the second he brings Rav Shimon ben Azai, that it's a kalvachomer, that ain't not the misab and it's a kalvachomer for the other mitzvahs. And now in Oiz Hey, the Rebbe is going to explain why Rashi brings the names of the authors of these opinions as uh, they're only brought down that to answer a question for a sharp student which Rashi hints by bringing the names of the authors of the statements. There is still space for a sharp student to note. My time Omar Mar Hochi Umar Hochi. What is the reason for this one saying so, Rabbi Huda saying so, and Rabbi Shimonazi saying so? Why are they disagreeing on his friend's interpretation? Why does Rabbi Huda say so? Rabbi Shimon Benazi say so. What is the better? Why is this difficulty better than the other difficulty? So they both have issues over here. And Rabbi Shimon chooses this Pirush, Rabbi Huda this Pirush. That's why Rashi brings the name of the author. For each one goes and follows their general view as we find in other places. According to Rabbi Yehuda, we find the Pasuk says that a carcass you shall not eat. That means that the Yidden are prohibited to eat, not geshechted, not slaughtered, ritually meat. It becomes a nevela, Yidden can't eat it. What do you do with it? The Pasuk says, You shall give it to the convert. Uh, not the convert over here, we're talking about the one, the stranger that lives, the Ger that lives with the he also has to accept upon himself the gear for the for not to use the disorder. But we're talking about you give it away to the gear, and then it says a further bachol and he may eat it, or you can sell it, sell it to a non-Jew goyim. They can eat it. So Rabbi Yehuda translates this pasuk we find by. A gifting, it uses the word for the ger. And by selling, it uses the word that you give it, you can sell it to a goy. So, the words as they were written, that is exactly what is meant. That a ger, you can only give it to, you can't sell it. And to the goy, you only can sell it. And he disagrees on Rabbi Meir over there in that case. The Omar, Echod Ger Echod Nochri, the mayor holds that whether it's a Ger or Nochri, you can do either, Bein Bemechira, Bein Benesinam. You can sell or give to both, doesn't matter. So we see that Rabbi Huda is very literal of what the Pasik says, Dvarim Kiksova. So therefore, Lushitosi, Zubin, the Dan, so this view in our case, 
Sheyesh lefarshei. So we can explain Shabbat Hakosuv lelamed al shaar mitzvahs. That we could explain like Rabbi Ezer, like Rabbi Shimon ben Azai, that it's coming to uh, teach about other mitzvahs. Oish emedaber b'negei l'dam atzmei, or to interpret it that we're talking about the blood itself. Mefarshei dvarim kiksava. So he explains them as they're written. Shabbat lelamed. That we should, that it's told, telling us about the warning, the prohibition <coughs> about dam itself, not about. It says chazak dam, so it's like it's written over here. We have to strengthen them by about blood. To explain, as it's talking about here, about this pasuk about the dam. In which it says Chazak. So even though there is a difficulty, because why would they be Shtufim Okay, so it's a difficulty, but in the Pasik it still says Chazak over here. And rather than saying that it's talking about other mitzvahs that were coming to teach us about something else. Because of the difficulty, Rashi also says uh, at length, uh, in his language, Okay, Rashi is saying, the Pasuk says Chazak. To tell us this, that we have to go, we have to follow by the Pasik, even though there is some difficulty. So this explains why Rashi mentions Rabbi Yehuda to give us his side, uh, why Rabbi Yehuda would rather interpret that it's talking about Chazak for the Dam, that's Tufi But the Shittas on the other hand, Rabbi Shimon Azim, we find Aleph. Number one, we find that Lazarez Ulechazik became Hamitzvus Afila Akalos, that he would hasten and strengthen the observance of mitzvahs, even those light mitzvahs, easy mitzvahs. Ukamre, as he says, have a kalo. Run to a uh, a light mitzvah. So he is into the light mitzvah. What does it mean? The Rebbe explains now. When we say here, um, we're not talking about as opposed to not running to a mitzvah chamura, to a difficult mitzvah. No. Rot mitzvah means even to a mitzvah kalo. There's two girses. Some girses has rot mitzvah kalo kibachamura. In some versions, not in the Siddur of the Alter Rebbe, it says, Of course, in that interpretation, for sure it means that you run to a small light mitzvah like as to a more uh, difficult, serious mitzvah. But even according to the Alter Rebbe, who just writes the words, it means also to a mitzvah kala. The Rebbe says in the parenthesis, Pidrushe, even if we don't have the 
Girsu Kalo Kila Hamura. Okay, Girsu Admura Zokan, as the Alta Rebbe in the Siddur does not have the language in Kilhamura, it doesn't mean Loi Rakli Mitzokalo, it doesn't mean only to Mitzokalo, Elo Gamli Mitzokalo, also to Mitzokalo. Okatam Shemisayim, and you see this, it has to be, because what is the reason? It says Shemitzvah Gedadis Mitzvah. The Mitzvah brings another Mitzvah, so you see. That it means even to a mitzvah kala because uh, mitzvah veda would also be greater. So and, and the mitzvah greater saveda means mitzvah would mean a more serious, a bigger mitzvah. So for sure, it includes the mitzvah chamura. But we see that the Shimon ben Azai cares a lot about a mitzvah kala. And similar to this, on the other side, Baveda. Aymer, and by Avedas, he also says, min that you run away from an Avedo. And, and over there also the reason is, uh, one Avedo causes a, another Avedo. So, you see that it's all connected that the light ones are very important to Ben Hazel. Number one. Number two, we see that Kiyu Mitzvah Kala base, Kiyu Mitzvah Kala maybe the Kiyum Shar HaMitzvahs that it brings you to doing other mitzvahs. Gam Chamudus Yeser also more serious ones, more difficult. Ulidach Yisar Ba'aveda and on the other hand, by an Aveda, the lighter ones bring you to more serious Avedas. gam kan dam. And going by his view, the same thing he applies here to the Isur of Dam. Number one, alev gam mimenu. Even by a mitzvah which is light to guard yourself, tzorich lemer chazak so we still have to say here, be strong in the light mitzvah. So Shabbat mitzvah says, say, how does, so then how it divides is, you're saying you have to be strong. This expression of being strong means, if we're talking about mitzvahs, ese humasha rotli mitzvah gam kala, is when he says run also to a light mitzvah. That is chazak. That it's easy to to watch, be strong, run to it. And as it expresses itself, when we talk about prohibitions over there, Bechol Aveda, any Aveda, it should be, you should run from the Aveda. So, this is the expression of Chazak. And then the base, the number two, as Rashi says, by Rav Shem Benazai, that to teach you and to warn you on how much you have to be strength of mitzvahs, how much more so for other mitzvahs, which is basically what is saying here, strengthens all the other mitzvahs, because that's the mitzvah, mitzvah, because this is what it says over here, this is the strength for other mitzvahs, Dugmas Amrei Haverot Mitzvah Kalish Mitzvah Gereris Mitzvah. Similar to what he's saying, Mitzvah Kal Mitzvah Gereris Mitzvah. 
So what's saying over here is the strengthening for the other mitzvahs. Dugmas, this is similar. Amroi, have a rotz mitzvah kala. Run to mitzvah kala. She mitzvah goyireres mitzvah. So here, this is the mitzvah kala that brings you kava chaymer for the other mitzvahs. Mitzvah goyireres mitzvah. But the kaim gamshar mitzvahs. And also, refer the, and then you'll be other mitzvahs as well. And the same thing is in the negative. Through this, you'll be distancing yourself from other Avedas. So it fits in perfectly this that we learn out from Dam for other Avedas, the Aveda Kala, and that is the Geredes Mitzvah. In both of these points that the Rebbe says, first of all, that this is a Mitzvah Kala, uh, and two, what it brings. Exactly with Dam. Dam itself is the mitzvah kalo. The Torah says chazak. And also what it brings to is to kavachim b'shar for shar averis. Oizvo. V'hinei apiho amur yadinon deshitas rabbi Yehuda hidvarim kichsovam. We know that Rabbi Yehuda's view is that we should have the words as they're written. And Rav Shimon Azai, and Rav Shimon Azai holds to run even from mitzvah kalo, and we know that the opposite to run away from an avera. Avol minolon sherav Yehuda leisvira leiked Rav Shimon ben Azai. But from where do we know that Rabbi Yehuda does not hold like Rav Shimon Azai? That we don't need Rav Shimon. He doesn't hold like Shimon Azai that you need to be chazak in the mitzvah shekal shemrei. And Rav Shimon ben Azai lesvir like Rabbi Yehuda did that he doesn't hold like Rabbi Yehuda. Rav Shimon Azai did not so each one, we knew, each one holds of their opinion. But where do we see that they actually reject the other one's opinion? Where do we find Rabbi Yehuda not following what Rabbi Shimon said and Rabbi Shimon not following what Rabbi Yehuda said? So first the Rebbe is going to find uh, that uh, from the Gemara, a discussion actually which took place between Ben Azai and Rabbi Yehuda. And we we'll see from this Gemara that Ben Azai holds that you have to do everything in a way of rots and extra strength, even for light things. And then we'll see another Gemara that the Rebbe will bring in which Rabbi Yehuda does not, which means Dafke and he. He rejects Rabbi Yehuda's opinion. Then we'll see another Gemara which Rabbi Yehuda also rejects Rabbi Shimon. Let's look inside. So here is the Gemara in the Seif Sechta Brachas. Sechta Brachas. In the end of Brachas it says, So the Gemara Tanya Ben Azay Oimer. So Ben Azay says, Pam Achas Nichnasti Achar Rabbi Akiva Lebeis Akisei. Once I entered, I followed Rabbi Akiva. Into the base hakisei, in the bathroom, and I learned from him three items. 
by following him, seeing the way he behaved in the Beis HaKisei, he learned three things. So, Amalei, and then he says what he learned from him. There are three different halachas that he learned while he followed him and saw what, how he behaved in the Beis HaKisei. Amalei, Rabbi Yehuda, so Rabbi Yehuda said to Ben Azai, uh, said Rabbi Shimon Ben Azai, so he said to him, Ad kan he asked to this extent you were brazen, a brazen faced on your teacher. You followed a teacher into the base Hakisei. Amaloi. So he answered Benazi said Torahi. This is Torah. It's a learning. I need to learn how to do. So I followed him to the bathroom. So, so what is the here the the difference between why does Ben Azai say it's okay to be brazen, Azus, Poniment to follow his teacher into the Beisakisei, and Rabbi Yehuda says no. So Vyeshloimar, so we can say, Sherabi Yehuda Sovar, Rabbi Yehuda holds the Avshetoyri Vitsorich Lilimdo. Even though this is Torah, you need to learn. So how is the usual way? How do you learn something when you study Torah? So it was upon him to ask what the Allah is, to go to the Beis Medrash, and to ask what the Allah is. And that's why he's saying to Rabshim ben Azai, to this extent you were disrespectful. That that you should take place instead of going to ask a question in the study hall, the Beis Medrash, to find out what the Allah is, you go and you follow him to the Beis HaKisei. So that was Rabbi Yehuda's view. Amnam Rabbi Shima ben Azai, but Rabbi Shima ben Azai, Shemadgi, Shetzorich Lies, Ritzo, Afilu Lemitzvakalo, he emphasizes that you have to run. Even as it pertains to a light mitzvah. And similar, it's also understood as far as finding out a halacha. Just like he says, you run for a mitzvah kala, you also have to run to file a halacha. Therefore, when there is a possibility, it is not sufficient. To just ask Allah and Beis Medrash, Kim Liris Maisa, but rather to see the actual action. Asher Maisa Rav, that becomes an act of a teacher, and that is what we go by. Uh, mostly, as similar to the saying of our sages of blessed memory, and Lemaidin Halacha. You can't really learn halacha loy mi pilimud, not if you study it, veloy mi pimaisa, and not even in a case where there's an act. And the Rebbe Bavorns now in the parentheses, well, here was a maisa, but beim negeya v'yashmokim litois betama maisa. If it connects, or there's a reason, maybe you're making a mistake, why the person did so. But 
until they say this is actually what you do. But in this case, there was no, that was the Maisa to know, and that solidifies, that is the ultimate way to know what the halacha is through an action. That's why he entered after the Bakiva to see the way his conduct, even though it was an Azus. The Behudas thought, go to the base Medrash. He thought you have to see it itself. And the Rebbe says, based on this explanation, would also, based on this, the question that the Chidusha Goddess of the Marsha and the Gemara over there is answered. What does the Marsha ask? Quoting the Marsha, the Mi who forced him, Ulhois Ponov, and to be brazened like this, he should have asked this from his teacher. What is the Marsha answer on this question? He should have asked him, why did he follow? So the Marsha answers there, the loy asik medaite mahani mili, the isbuhuk shash isur lishalalayim. The war matters over there that there was a worry of an isur. So these matters that there might be a Khashash Isur, he didn't even think of asking about them. So it's not like he could have brought it up in the Vis Medrash, but he didn't realize even that there is a Khashash Isur. So when he says, he says, I need to learn. It's not like he knew what the issues were and he could have asked them. But when he says, Marsha explains, what he meant to say, I need to know what there is to learn over there. I mean, there may be things I'm not even thinking about. So basically, Marsha says that the reason he couldn't ask is because he didn't know what to ask about, because he didn't know what might be an Isser. So we had to go see. But the Rebbe says, I did not merit to understand the Marsha's answer. But this itself, he could have asked his teacher, Is there something there that you can learn from him? And he would have learned this matter from his mouth. He would have told it to him. And he wouldn't have to be brazen by his teacher by going into the bathroom with him. So the Marsha's answer isn't satisfactory. So, but the explanation is as the Rebbe said above. It is the view and the nature of Rav Shimon ben Azai to do every matter and aspect in Torah Mitzvahs to do it by running and with additional strength. Since there is no better ruling of Aloha, a better and more clear than the act of the Rav to see, actually, 
He wasn't satisfied just by asking his teacher. But rather, he went after him into the base. To learn from him through seeing his actual conduct. So, this was the level of Rabbi Shimon ben Azai, to go rots, to go and actually see, do everything in a way, in the quick, in the right way, in a so As opposed to the view of Yudah, you don't have to run to the extent that you have to be brazen. Even though this is something learning, it's sufficient to ask his teacher, is there laws, is there rules, and dinim as they apply to a Beisakisei. But the conductor Ben Azai so according to the way the Rabbi Yehuda looks at it, to conduct yourself like Ben Azai, he says, this is a disrespect for your teacher, you can't do that. You see clearly that Rabbi Yehuda rejects Rabbi Yehuda's rots, and therefore by us also he rejects Rabbi Shimon ben Azai's interpretation of Chazak that it's a Kavachoymer that ain't of the Mesavim. We find on the other hand. So over here, the Rebbe brings down another machloikis between Ben Azai and Rabbi Yehuda. Where do we know from that the uh, penalty, the death penalty for a mechashefer, for a sorcerer, it says that it's skila. So we find the machloikis between Ben Azai and Rabbi Yehuda in which we see that Ben Azai learns... Uh, from the fact that it's next to each other, and uh, he's okay with that, as Rabbi Yehuda learns uh, things in the very literal psukim. So by us, it's a similar way. Let's see inside. Similar to this, we find on the other hand that uh, Ben Azai over there it says Ben Azai Oimer Ben Azai says Nemar. The pasuk says that a mechashefa shall not live. But it doesn't say how, what kind of punishment. But then he says, since later next to it it says, uh, it says also that one who lies with a behema uh, shall die. And the death over there is explained in the Pasuk that that is skila. So, so the fact that they made it close to the same idea, just like one who lies with the behema uh, gets skila, so mechashefa's penalty is a skila as well, just as the penalty as the pasuk uh, later on talks about that the penalty of the behema is skila. 
So, but Rabbi Yehuda rejects this argument of Benazai. Amalei Rabbi Yehuda says to him, Rabbi Yehuda, is that a sufficient reason that because the it's next to it, the is next to Kol that's reason to stone her? That's not a sufficient reason. But rather he comes up with another reason. He, dis- he agrees that it's Skila, but he just says, the reason we know that it's Skila, Yidoini um, is also included a part of Mechashvim. Why does the Torah enumerate and give us the punishment that it's a kind of a sorcerer as well? And the Torah says over there that it's Skila. So the Torah took them out. So why did the Torah take them out and mention them separately, that type of sorcerer? It's to equate to them and to tell you, just like the punishment of the Pasuk, it says is the punishment of Skila. So they're also teaching on the other Mechashefas that they're also Mechashefas. So what do we see from here? So what could we say, the reason for them, Achleikas? Ben Azai doirish smuchim b'chol ha kulo. Ben Azai, he expounds the smuchim, that things are next to each other, in all of the Torah. Somchu inyan ha-parsha b'chlolusa, the general parsha. Also the somchu inyan, that is what he said, that they bring things together to learn that when we have the general parsha uh, so the fact that things are close to each other they teach us to the extent that we can learn from this the punishment of skila. so he is uh, learning from, in our case, he also learns uh, for all other cases, uh, all Ashar Avedis. But Abu Rabbi Yehuda Metame, but Rabbi Yehuda is surprised. Uh, it's just because there is a something, uh, an idea close to the Skila. He learns from the din mizesh oivi doini bechlau chulu. That's because it was included in the machashefa. But loimer loimer loch to tell you chulu machashefa beskilo. So it's not from the smichas in mikra mefoyrish. So he gets it from a befoyrish a posik that it says there skilo by oivi doini, and this is how we know skilo. So. We need a Pasuk, what the Pasuk says. And according to Ben Az, I know we're going to learn from the general smichas, and therefore he's going to learn for everything else. If I understand this correctly, that from the first Gemara, the Rebbe is proving that Rabbi Yehuda rejects the opinion of Rabbi Shimon ben Azai. Because to him, you don't go into the Beis HaKisei. 
So that shows that he doesn't follow the rots. He doesn't follow learning out, uh, learning out uh, for other places. He would rather learn what is right here on the spot. And the second Gemara, the Le'itoch Gisa, the Rebbe brings down, is to show how Rabbi Shimon ben Azai rejects the idea of Rabbi Yehuda, but the Rebbe doesn't elaborate over here so much in, in that part. The Rebbe says Le'itoch Gisa. It looks like that the fact that he's okay learning Smiches uh, Inyan, Bechlolus, and therefore he would learn out for all Averis uh, from this Pasik rather than saying Kiksovim, which is rejected by Rabbi Yehuda. So in the Yenishal Torah, the Rebbe will be Mazbir that the explain that there is an impact of the uh, basar and the dam. A person eats basar and dam, that transmits the nature of the basar and the dam into the body of the person. But there is a difference between the blood and the basar and the meat, because the meat goes through a certain process um, and... Therefore, it changes, but the blood uh, would transmit the animalistic uh, characteristics, traits to the human that consumes them, and that's the prohibition against blood, as explained in the Mephoshim Rebbe brings down. And therefore, the two opinions of uh, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shiba ben Azai, uh, Rabbi Yehuda deals with the with the blood that Shtufim Bedam, which means within the Nefesh Abahamis, the the bad character nature that we have, and to transmit that uh, in a way, to uh, refine them in a way of subjugation through his level of Bitl, as Rebbe will explain. And on the other hand, Rabbi Shimon Azai deals with refinement of the... Uh, higher levels, bringing in light to the mitzvahs versus the struggles with the uh, characteristics of Nefesh Bahamis. Let's look inside. From the wine of Torah that is in this Rashi. For the reason for the prohibition. Why did the Torah prohibit Dam? The Posik says Dam is the soul. And uh, so the Mephoshim explain. So what does it mean that it is the soul? The soul, if you're going to have the soul of the animal in you, that's going to be uh, negative for the person to have animalistic in him. So what about the blood? What about the meat? So the Afshagam Bebosar Abhemon Nimtsas Nefesh. Although the soul is also found in the flesh, in the meat of the of the animal. So the nefesh is there as well. But Mikoma came and so it can cause would seem bad character traits in the person that consumes the meat from an animal. But Mikoma Kaim Yeshna Hefresh Bain Habosar. There is a difference between the flesh of the animal, which the nefesh is in the flesh, 
Ledam Shahu Hanefesh Atzma. The blood is the soul itself, and the meat has the soul in it. Anything that you consume, that you eat, it turns into the blood and flesh of the person's flesh. And that's why in the person it's set, that nature of the food that he's eating, that sets in the person. When a person eats the flesh of a clean animal, because of course if it's a trefa animal, it's a different story, but if it's a tohira, so over there it goes through two steps which sort of remove that negative traits that comes from the animal. That in the flesh there is not so much of the force or the soul or the nature of the behemoth. Unlike by blood, which is the soul itself, the meat does not have that level of um, of nefesh. It's not the nefesh itself. It's not as potent as we would say in the blood. But number two, beis habosar tzorich lias nilas. You have to chew up the meat umisakil and it's digested umishtane and it changes v'chulu. Until it turns in to become the blood and the flesh in the human being, it has to go through a process that changes it around. Vishov, quoting El Teva Hanizan, it goes back to the nature of the one who's being fed. The process allows it to go back to the human's nature, the one that is fed. So now it's back to the human nature, it's transformed, it's no longer the bad. So that would be by meat, by something that I have to chew to eat. But when we talk about blood, that does not require this digestion. As, as me to so, two things. In both ways. Eating the dam. So when you eat blood, that A, that's the soul of the behemoth itself. And doesn't go through no digestion over here. So then the nature and the soul of the animal will connect to the soul of the man. And it's going to become repugnant. It's going to come thickened as the soul of the behemoth. So what's understood from this? Those that are stufim with blood, so their nature of the nefesh bahamis are like the animal soul because they consume the blood and in blood is a nefesh, you get it without transformation, so you become like the animal. So now we know that when we talk about the idea of blood, uh, we're talking about the bad nature of blood. So this is the two Pirushunashi. 
We're talking about in Avodah Hashem. What are we dealing with when we say that Shtufim Bedam? So in the beginning, Rashi talks about Shahoyu Shtufim Bedam. They were shot of Bedam, and therefore Ulfika Chutzruch Leimer Chazak. And that's why you have to say, be strong. So, so this is the command to strengthen oneself, to fix, sort out your natural midos, the nefesh abahamis, the animal in yourself. So that's the first thing we talk about. We talk about the shtufim bedam, meaning the dam represents the midos of the nefesh abahamis. So Peter's the emre Rabbi Yehuda, and the. Who says it? Who's the author? Is Rabbi Yehuda? Yehuda who meloshin hapam oides Hashem. Yehuda, as we see in the pasuk, comes that now I will admit to Hashem a level of That's a level of admission or subjugation. Umitzad and from this perspective of level of the services to the subjugation and to sort out the lowest of the levels, which represents avoidas iskafia, the service of subduing, forcing yourself, kabbalah soil, that means that you are connected and you have to deal with and to overcome the natural midas, and then you have to change them you have to sort them out, you have to change them around. That's Tufim Bedam. That's the first step. Then you come, Benazai's service was in a way of rushing to Hashem. His entire desire and his want. And likewise, in his study of Torah, He's yearned. He had a yearning for Torah. So, he always wanted to go up above. Study Torah was no way of Choshka. And therefore, every matter of Torah Mitzvah, he did it in a way of running and strengthening. He says, Chazak, Rotz, Ledaitei, According to his view and his avoida, the pasuk is coming to warn you, but in this case, to illuminate, to shine, and to teach you how much you need to go stronger in the mitzvahs, meaning that mitzvahs need to be done, not working against the negative, the midas of the Tevez, of the Nefesh Bahamis, we're dealing here now on a higher madriga, running higher and going up to Hashem. This Pasuk is not coming to change the nature of the Midas, but to rather to warn you to strengthen the mitzvahs. means not to warn you just, but as from Loshin Zoyar Ba'ir, to bring in a shine and a light. That as a person needs to strengthen and to elevate himself, and to illuminate his soul with a godly light as the matter of mitzvahs. 
So he's coming to talk at the second step, the step of elevation. And he says like this, If it's on the mitzvahs, which is light, the Ebersh that tells you that you have to bring in a shine to some if in such a manner where a person, regardless, doesn't desire it, because of his natural midas of his animal soul, and he is separated from it, even from his natural midas. Yet, you still got to make it shine. You have to strengthen it. That even in these natural, easy things, a person needs to elevate and strengthen himself by bringing shine to illuminate it with a godly light. That is to elevate higher also from your natural midas. Even those places where the midas are good, we don't have to deal with negative. And still, you still need to bring in lahazir to make it light. How much more about other mitzvahs? That the person does desire them. Easy mitzvahs, and the mitzvahs which, you know, anyways, you're not, and yet we tell you more. You have to do more, the mitzvahs kalis. So, the mitzvah, so it's not so, it's not such a high madrege. So, you have to be strengthening and to separate to illuminate your light with the soul, with the godly light. This is Mesichas Shabbos Parshas Re'eh, Tavshin Lamed.